Hi, friends. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We share our stories to encourage and equip each other to live out our faith in Jesus. We are so glad you're here. It's pretty incredible that we get to spend time alone with the God of the whole universe. But it can also be overwhelming and confusing. Because that time with God can vary from person to person, we want to get more than one perspective. So that's why we invited Kristen Hoff, Corey Farver, and Danella Heatry to talk about their time with God. What do they love about it? And what's challenging? Rather than give a set of rules, we hope their experiences and love for God simply inspire you to spend time with Him. Here's their conversation. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. I wanted to first introduce myself and the lovely ladies that are here with me. My name is Kristen, and I have two teenage boys, plus their dad at home. So depending on the day, I have three teenagers with me. Um, Also with me is Corey. Um, She is one of my favorites. She has the most infectious smile and energy. Um, She works with student ministry all the time. And just kind of as a random, I thought it was funny that her husband husband's name is also Corey. So very, very fun. And then also we have Danella. Danella is um, someone that I've just kind of gotten to know in the last little bit. Um, But what struck me about her was her heart for the Lord um, and how she always is striving to put Him first. Um, She works here with our global missions, and whenever she's not doing that, she's running kids around the band practice, from what I've learned. Um, So today we're going to be talking about what it looks like to spend time alone with God. Um, If you've ever been around church much, you've probably heard the phrase, quiet time. Um, When I first heard that term, I was older. I was in my 20s. I had just got married and moved up here to Fort Worth and started coming to Christ Chapel. Um... And I was confused because I'd never heard it before. So I start looking in my Bible, trying to figure out where it is. And strangely enough, I cannot find the words quiet time in your Bible anywhere. Um, Because quiet time, that actual phrase, is this man-made command that I think we have put lots of stipulations on. Um, But it stems from a good heart. It stems from the fact that God has called us to spend time alone with Him, and He wants us to have that desire as well. Um, And being alone with the Lord, it draws us closer to Him. It's a reflection of Christ, because Christ shows us that numerous times in Scripture. Um, and it also actually draws us in as part of the church as well. Um, so, Danella, I'd love to start with you, mainly because whenever I asked you to do this with me here today, your first response was, I'm not good at quiet times. I don't do them right. And I said, that's it. That's perfect. Because what I hope to show today is that there is not one formula on how to spend your time with the Lord, but it's just that heart behind it and just doing it and making that time for Him. Um, So the first thing I thought we'd start with are what are some of your biggest hurdles to spending time alone with God? Um, Obviously a schedule. Got kids in band um, six days a week. Um, Pretty busy. Um, When I was a new Christian, I heard a lot about, like you said, quiet time, and I didn't know how to do it. So I read all these books, like four or five books on quiet time, and I had very large expectations. And I was in a Bible study, and I was doing my thing, and there were so many hurdles, a lot of books, great ideas, especially when you don't know what to do. But none of those worked for me Mm -hmm. and my schedule and my personality. 
um, I'm not very good at um, sitting still, that verse, be still, um, <laughs> has plagued me my whole Christian life because I'm a very active doer. So um, I had a lot of guilt for many years that I wasn't doing my quiet time every single morning and um, I wasn't doing it right and I wasn't spending long enough time. And somewhere along the way, I just um, felt His grace mm-hmm. and worked out what quiet time works out for me. And when my son has to be at band at 6.45 a.m. and it's all we can do to get him there on time and get him fed and all his lunch and all that stuff, my quiet times those mornings are on my way to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving over the bridge and I'm looking at the lake and I just put praise music on or a podcast and I just have that 45-minute commute with him alone. And that's my quiet time for that day. My fair, one of my favorite mornings are Friday because usually once I drop him off, I'm free in the morning. And then that morning I can do something different. But once I let go of my expectations and my comparison of my quiet time to other people's, it was a lot easier. And I learned that it's my heart motive. Yeah. I try to talk to him all day long. Let him be my first thought, not perfect. Last thought, you know. <laughs> um, and then just let it go because it's the heart motive. And my desire is to give him the glory every day. And I do it the best that I can. And I figure when I'm old, I heard you sleep less. When I'm an old lady and I don't sleep at night, I can have lots of quiet times. <laughs> I love it. Well, and I love, too, that you pointed out that you have to let go of your expectations of what it should be and also just that comparison to other people as well. Um, Corey, I'd love to hear from you, too. What are some things that you struggle with or what hurdles do you find in spending time alone with the Lord? Yeah. Um, I feel like I fall on the other side of the spectrum where I just struggle with legalism. You know, I know I'm supposed to do this, and so I do it. Um, And so I feel like the hurdle for me is just like my heart behind it, like wanting to draw near to the Lord, but also not wanting to do it just because I know I'm supposed to Mm -hmm. um, and checking off that box, but really with a sincere heart being like, Lord, I want to to draw close to you. I want to learn more of your heart. I want to sit and be um, just present and enjoy the things that you've already given me here on this earth. Um, and so, yeah, I would just say doing it with a heart that is just sincere. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I think I get in a habit of doing it and it's good, but there are times when I'm like, I need to do this. And so really for me, just struggling with legalism, and I see that through many years of my life, um, but that specifically with quiet times of just like, okay, this is... I can just pause and and sit in that grace mm-hmm. and know that he he just wants to draw near to me. You know, he's he's right there. Um and mm-hmm. and not thinking I have to do this and have to spend however long I've put my lens of thinking that I have to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and that balance is hard trying to figure out mm-hmm. like okay, I've made this a habit, which is awesome. Yeah. Um but also at the same time like okay, am I doing this just to check off the boxes for the day and say okay, I've done it? Or have I, you know, actually done it with my full heart? Yeah. How do you tell the difference? Mm, I feel like I do mine in the morning. I don't think there's anything extra spiritual about that. I just, if I don't do it in the morning, it will not happen. Um, but I just, I'm tired. And so, you know, I'm like drinking my coffee. I praise God for coffee. Um, but sitting there and like really being mindful to take a moment of just going, good morning, Lord. Mm-hmm. I want to learn from you today. I want... Um, to spend time with you and helping that transfer into the rest of my day. You know, like I don't want it to just be in the morning. I want to think about him and worship him in my mind and in my conversations and just being mindful of him mm-hmm. all throughout the day. 
Yeah. So, um, like Paul, prayer without ceasing. Just have that yeah, mindset of I am with the Lord all day long. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is something that. So when my kids were little, trying to figure out what alone time looked like, and then realizing, um, okay, I'm never alone. That's never going to happen. So alone time, I don't necessarily have to be by myself. I can be alone with the Lord with two toddlers in the room. <laughs> or when my husband gets home, I can go home and take a shower, which is very needed at that point of the day. <laughs> and that's like the only time I'm alone. So yeah, trying to figure out how it works um, is hard. So for either of y'all, how has your time changed with the Lord throughout your lifetime? Well, I read a book called Practicing the Presence of God. It was written by a monk, and I was so struck by it. Um, everything he did, he did with the Lord. And I think as a new Christian coming to know the Lord, he's the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize, Brother Lawrence talked about doing the dishes with the Lord, and he's scrubbing pots and pans with Jesus. And it just struck me that that needs to be me. And so I've really started doing that and um, tried to do think, where do I need to park when I go to the grocery store? I'm really good at that. Uh, for selfish reasons, right? Because I want my car in the space that it'll be protected. But like, where do I need to park? <laughs> or what should I wear today? Uh-huh. Or, you know, all those things remind me of things today that I'm going to forget, you know. Um, just no matter what I do, kind of try to to have a question in my head or a thought and keep him there. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. But always have him there. Yeah. And it's the little things. And when I'm doing dishes, which is my least favorite chore, be have him remind me I'm thankful that I have my family to do dishes for. Yeah. You know? I had it a just good changes your heart motive. Who would fold laundry and while she folded laundry, she would pray for the people she's folding laundry oh. for. Um which to me, I'm just more bitter than I'm having to fold laundry, which is why that's now <laughs> my 15-year-old's job, not mine. Um, but yeah, that idea of, okay, so I'm going to pray for my kids, and I'm going to pray for my husband, and even myself mm-hmm. as I do that, yeah. All right, so how has yours changed through years, Corey? Yeah, um, I feel like I started seeking the Lord and really spending time with Him when I was 19, um, and it just, I mean really changed my life when I started reading God's Word because that's what He does um, mm-hmm. when we read His Word. And so I feel like when I first started, it was like, okay, I'm going to do this Bible study. I'm going to study this with um, some students, this with somebody else, and was doing all of these different things, all these questions, all of these different things um, for studying. And I was like, I, I'm going to read the whole Bible in a year and like wouldn't miss a day, you know, and not that there's anything innately wrong with that, but I mean, the heart behind it, right? It's like... Yeah. I needed to simplify. And so now I feel like my time in the Word is just, it's a lot more slow. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more simple, and it's just mm-hmm. um, more worshipful. You know, I'm literally, okay, Lord, I'm studying this. Like, what do you mean to learn about you, and what do I need to apply, and how can I worship you as a result of that? Um, and spending time being still and um, just thinking about Him, you know, mm-hmm. slowing down in the mornings, for me at least, and you can seek Him at any point in the day, but just to be still and focus on Him and um, remind myself, okay, this is this is when I'm reminded of who I am in Christ. This is yeah. when I'm reminded of why I'm here um, and of truth. You know, if we don't know what the truth is, then we don't know when the lies are and yeah. we get bombarded by those. So, yeah, I feel like now it's just a lot more worshipful. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, so I think I know the answer to this. Um, but does your quiet time or your time alone with the Lord look the same every day? No. No. <laughs> How does it change? And what are some creative ways that y'all spend time alone with the Lord? 
Mine changes based on the schedule that I'm given mm-hmm. by the band. By children? Your child. <laughs> by the Basel marching band. Yeah. Um, but, um, and so, so when I, when I go a day without, when I go a day without Bible study, like the getting in his word too much, mm-hmm. when I go too long without that, I start to crave it. Yeah. And I notice I'm a little quicker on my temper or whatever, you know? Um, and so... Yeah, it depends. I have a couple days off. Sometimes it's at night. Sometimes it's in the morning. But um, my heart craves it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a podcast in the car. And I'm not in my word, but I'm listening to the word preached. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm making mental notes and I'm praying and I'm praising him. Um, but it's, it's like we said, it's your heart motive. And there's a quote, Pastor Cody had a quote, worship is a response when God is revealed. And I love that because in our imperfect fallen world, you strive to spend as much time with you can, you know, with him. But worship could be even I don't know during a band practice, or it could be in your backyard, or it could be driving across Lake Worth and seeing a sunrise and remembering that you know creation's called to worship him. Mm-hmm. So it can be a million little places. Yeah. So it's not just the quiet time, but it makes the time alone with him sweeter. Yeah. Well, I love that you talk about how you crave the scripture and how you crave being back and near to him. Because I think sometimes you get in this rut of, okay, well, I'm just going to read this chunk of scripture and that will be my time alone with the Lord. Um, You can read your Bible every day and get absolutely nothing out of it. So it is, it's spending that time in worship and being willing to be open, to be moved by him. Yeah. Any other creative ways? I know, I used to run. So like I would mm-hmm. put in my headphones mainly just to block out the world and then just mm-hmm. like go. And now my knees don't like that I want to do it that way. But yeah, running is a great time to spend alone with the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I it's definitely different. Um <laughs> right now what I'm doing, um, which has been really, really fun. I normally don't study this sounds terrible because I'm on staff, but I normally don't study what we're studying on Sundays just because I'm walking through Bible study with somebody or mm-hmm. whatever. Um but this time I was like, We're studying Matthew, that's my favorite book. Oh. And so I <laughs> each week after the sermon, I split up the passage on what we studied um on the Sunday into five days. And so mm-hmm. I'll study those verses, look at the cross references and study notes and just like look into everything. (laughs) Um, And then on Saturdays, I will do like the home group or devotional notes that are on the back of the sermon notes. And then Sunday, I'll do the journal. So I get to study for eight days, um, which has been really cool because Mm -hmm. our families, our parents, our leaders, our students who come to HSM at South, like they're studying the same thing, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it it definitely depends. I found super helpful um, the Acts prayer model for Mm me, um, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication, just based on my heart, like where I'm at. Mm -hmm. If I'm for me personally, if I'm struggling with fear or um, I'm just, you know, not trusting the Lord, I will spend time, like I did this morning, um, uh, writing down as many attributes of the Lord as I possibly mm-hmm. can. Um, just things I found in Scripture um, and just know to be true about who He is, you know, that He's constant and perfect and forgiving and He's Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you know, all of these things that I um, I just know, but writing them down and seeing them. And I write down as many as I can and my list continues to grow, which Love that. is great. It just takes forever. Um, <laughs> but um, How often do you have to go back and be like, okay, I've already written that down. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. And, and you know, it's just the surface of who he yeah. is. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll take some time just to 
look at that and just marvel at who he mm-hmm. is um, and literally just sit in that. And every, 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 every single time I walk away and I'm like, why, what do I have to fear? Mm-hmm. What do I have to worry about? Like you have got me, like you're so sovereign and reigning. You know, um, confession, if my heart is um, seeing the cross and it's like, oh yeah, the cross, yeah, he died for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very mm-hmm. like monotonous and I become used to that because I should never become used to the fact that he's died for everything that I've ever mm-hmm. done. I'll spend some time in, in confession and just write out specifically the things I still struggle with. And it's it's a long list, everybody. Um, <laughs> I am, I've got plenty more maturing and sanctifying to do, um, and the Lord is so kind in that. But He's so revealing things. You know, I'm controlling and critical and quick with my words, um, easy to, lead, to get angry, slow to listen. You know, we're supposed to be quick to listen. You know, all these things look at the in Scripture where this is what He's called us to, and see where I fall short. Um, and the fruit of the Spirit, you know, all these things. And I'll write down my specific sin, and I out loud, Lord, I confess that I've been jealous or um, that I've been um, selfish, prideful, you know, (laughs) self-righteous, like all of these things, and sit in that for a minute, and then I'll take some time, and I'll write, and big, bold, covering it, 1 John 1, 9, you know, or uh, Psalm 103, uh, as far as the East is from the West, so has He removed our transgressions from us, and just visually see, like, my standing with Christ. Um, When I'm uh, super ungrateful, um, which happens sometimes, to be so honest. Um, <laughs> often, sadly, I will spend some time either in my car. Really, when I say it out loud, it really helps my heart. Mm-hmm. And just like, Lord, thank you that I'm in my car. Like, I have a car. Like, it's working. You know, thank you that I had clothes to wear today. I have a restroom to use. Mm-hmm. I have a fridge. I have food to make. Like, all these things. And then the spiritual things. Like, Lord, thank you that you call me yours, that I'm your daughter. That not only did you extend your mercy on me, you extended your grace, and I'm a part mm-hmm. of your family. And every, every single time, um, I am just, my perspective is shifted, and I'm so much more grateful and in tune to what he has for me. And so sometimes I'll go walking in the woods and just look at trees, you know, mm-hmm. and flowers and look at all these things that he's made and be like, you made this with your words, like you spoke it into creation. Mm -hmm. And then thinking like you created me in your image and you sustain all of these things and care about me. Like that's insane. Uh, Those are just a few of the things that I've found just to draw me close to him, obviously studying scripture and praying for my friends and people that I care about. But yeah. Yeah. I will add all those things Corey said, but I will add, if you're a doer like me, the one thing out of all those books that I read that I still actively do is I have a notepad beside me. So when the Lord reminds me of my to-do list, I can quick jot it down. Mm-hmm. And then I go back to studying the scripture, whatever I was doing, yeah. so that I don't forget it so I can remain focused. Oh, that's a great studying. idea. Yeah. That is a good idea. And I'm sitting here and I'm praising the Lord that Corey teaches our youth. <laughs> I am. But I love that idea because I do. I am a distracted person. So whenever... <laughs> I study and I'm sitting down. It is very hard for me to be like one track focus, which is why I like to run or mm-hmm. um, spend time in my yard. I am a gardener, and so I can Ooh. spend more time outside in the, with the Lord um, and get more out of it and just feel His presence more than sometimes just sitting down and sitting still because I get antsy and distracted. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, moving your phone away. I yes. I'm in the other room. I cannot <laughs> focus to be in the with other my room. phone. I, I can't read it on do, my phone. I can't. Uh, airport 
mode. Yeah. That way I don't get texts. So if I do need to do something on my phone, Doo-doo. it still works. Mm, but I don't get idea. the yeah. <laughs> I don't get the little the, mine is always on silent. So it's the buzz. It's like the ink. Yeah. Ee, and I'm like, oh, can't do it. Turn it I off. I just put mine in the other room. So it's completely That's gone. A good plan. Yeah. yeah. I put like a timer on so like I know when my time is up because I'll keep looking at the f- at the time for how much time <laughs> I've left and put it like across the table so I can't grab it and then open my paper Bible because I need all the help I can get on focusing. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so let's talk about um, blessings because spending time alone with the Lord draws us closer to Him. It helps us model Christ, but also we get lots of blessings from that. How has your time alone with the Lord blessed you? Well, <laughs> we got big smiles. <laughs> big smiles. They can't see some tears, and they can't hear. <laughs> there aren't words. No. There aren't words. There's so there's not enough words. Like there's a you know, there's a song that talks about if you had all the scrolls in the world, um, there wouldn't be enough. I mean, it could fill the sky. There wouldn't be enough. Um, I will say, um, it changes your. Pers- it's changed my perspective. The more I walk with the Lord, the smaller I get, the bigger He gets. Mm -hmm. The reason I sit at my desk is because of Him. The reason I do my job is that if I have any um, small part in any woman coming to know the Lord, in any woman realizing her worth in Christ and that she's valued, um, that's what I want to do. So the more time I spend with Him, the more I just want people to know him. Mm-hmm. It grieves me that there are people who don't know him. And then the other thing is um, when I'm really better, it's not been a crazy, I'm better at walking with the Lord. My relationship with my husband is better. I have noticed, we've been married 21 years, my relationship with my husband is in tandem with my intimacy with the Lord. Mm-hmm. If I go a couple days and everything's crazy, and I haven't had hardly any quiet time, and I haven't read my scripture, and I haven't done anything. I am so short with my husband, but when I'm in um, communion with the Lord, I have so much more grace, not just for my husband um, in general, but I notice it because he's my closest. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets the best and the worst of me. And so um, I like it better for him when he gets more of my best. Um, but I would say that's it. I don't know that I have. Um, enough human words. Yeah. I love that because that shows that picture of how it draws us closer as a church, that unity whenever we're spending time with our Creator, that, you know, the vine and the branches, we are pulled together when we spend time with Him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's, so a thirst. <laughs> it's a thirst that doesn't go away. Yeah. When He says He's, you know, the living water. He is. You, you got to have that water to survive. Mm-hmm. And you want it. And he's my best friend. Like, I have to spend time with him. There was one time we were canoeing. We were so stupid. We went on the lake. There was, like, really high winds. We'd only canoed, like, twice in our life. Anyway, <laughs> so we're expert canoers, right? Of course. And we are sideways because we can't – we need to go back into the wind. But the wind was so strong, I couldn't turn the canoe around. And there's these giant waves in the middle of the lake. And I really thought, we're going to drown. We're going to be on the news. We're going to drown because we kept taking on water, which you can't do in a boat. No the boat's supposed to, the water's supposed to stay outside the boat, right? <laughs> and we're in this canoe. And I start talking out loud. And, and I'm talking out loud in my moment of angst. And I was telling him exactly what I needed. 
and I was pleading. I was praying in my head and I'm talking out loud and I'm telling him, I need some calm waters. I need a game plan. I need you to, to save us. And I'm, but I'm saying it with all this urgency. And my sweet son was probably about 13 or 14. He's like, mom, I don't think you can talk to God that way. And I said, yes, you can talk to God that way. And I said, you need to be talking to God that way right now, too. have to make it to shore. I don't even care what shore. We're we going to drown. Like, this is bad. And so we finally made it to shore. And we had probably about three inches of water in the bottom of our canoe when we make it. And my husband and my other son are way far away. I wasn't worried about them. They, they could survive on their own. I just had to take care of me and David, right? <laughs> just get us off this lake. And then we get there, and I am so thankful. And I, I take a moment, and I am in my head again, thanking him. And I realize I've been yelling at the Lord mm-hmm. out loud. And my son <laughs> hears the yelling and flabbergasted that I'm talking to the Lord that way. And then I out loud said, thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. for getting us to shore and for listening to me in my moment of need. And I thought... Later, because we laugh about it now, I thought, you know, that that's how I want mm-hmm. my kids' relationship to be with the Lord, that I'm talking to Him exactly how I'm talking to Him. He's, he's not some God on a shelf, and I can't talk to Him mm-hmm. that way. He is holy. That's why we have Jesus. You know, I just want to be there. But He's our everything. Mm-hmm. He's well, also and that's personal. An, yeah. He's personal. He's that's here. The, one of the biggest blessings. The more you get in that habit of talking to God, mm-hmm. whenever... Things do get rough when the waters actually literally get stormy. Literally. You can literally <laughs> yell out to him and know that he hears. Yes, and trust in him that he will pull you through it. And I had confidence that we would. He would help me. Yeah. He was listening. You know, it was there. Um, I didn't know how we were going to get there. I mean, we either get to shore, I'd be with him. One of the ways, it'd be better. But you know, we made it. Yeah. But you know, I told my son. We've talked about it. I said, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking to the Lord. Mm-hmm. That so was my cool. first response. Was yeah. to. And well, that's such and how a great often example. did David yell out exactly yes. what was in his heart? But it always circles back to, "Thank you, Lord, for getting mm-hmm. us through." Yes, yeah. yeah. All right, Corey, blessings. Yeah. Well, I grew up in the church my whole life. My dad was on staff at the church I grew up at, and um, I feel like I understood that I needed a savior when I was little. But when I graduated high school. And I really just did not, I wasn't pursuing him, wasn't reading his word. I I don't think I read his word at all until I was about 19. And when I started reading his word and submitted my life to him, it was like, okay, you're my Lord. Like you are the one I'm living for. It is no longer me. And I'm going to seek you to know you as much as I can until you come back. I mean, and I read the Bible. I was like, I'm going to read. I've never even read the whole Bible. And I grew up at a Bible church and I bought a one-year Bible and I was like, I'm going to read this. Like it's God's word. And I mean, it has changed my life more times. Every every time I read it, it changes me and my desires. I mean, mm-hmm. truly, He's changed my heart. Mm-hmm. The things that I care about, the things that move me to grief when people I know don't know Him. Mm-hmm. And like that's those are the times in my prayer time now that I plead with mm-hmm. Him is His intervention in their hearts because mm-hmm. I see how much He has changed my life and yeah. um, my desires. I mean, going through hard things and being comforted by His Word and you know, opening it up and being like, you knew at this moment in time that I was going to read this mm-hmm. and be comforted in such a hard season. I just came out of a really tough season and the amount of times that the Lord met me in, in just not being able to make it through another hour and being like, Lord, I can't do this. And him being like, yes, you can. I'm mm-hmm. right here. And and comforting me with his word. like And just 
like undeniably him. So yeah, just I think changing my entire life, my heart, my desires, the things that I thought were important in life, and now I know what is important in life, knowing um, my purpose here, you know, mm-hmm. is to make Jesus great and to share him with other people and to be faithful to him and to glorify him. Um, I know my identity in him. He's grown my faith through his word. Um, and I know the truth, you know, and that's in the culture that we live in. Um, yeah, you know, knowing the truth is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so important what matters and what is true, what God says matters. It's just yeah, so yes. important. And being reminded of that every day and having him change me. Um, I do my quiet times in the morning because I'm selfish. And I need, and I do, I try to do it every day because I need, I need to be reminded of why I'm here and mm-hmm. whose I am because I so quickly wake up and I'm like, oh, what do I want to do today? What am I going to wear? What, are, you know, my day. And it's not my day. It's God's day. And yep. um, just being reminded of um, who he is and him taking those selfish desires away and being like, okay, remember today is for God, not me, you know? So yeah, it's changed my whole life. Okay. For a new believer... Or maybe someone who's struggling because their life has changed and they're trying to figure out how to do this. What encouragement or advice would you give to someone who's trying to get into this habit of being alone with the Lord? You want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Someone go first. <laughs> you gave the me the time. head nod. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, new believer, and you said uh, someone a new believer who's... or someone who's you know struggling to figure out how to make this work in their life because. Different life changes mm-hmm. really affect oh, things. Oh, for sure. High school to college or getting mm-hmm. married, having kids. Yeah. Your kids mm-hmm. go away. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. All of the all of the things. Yeah. I would say start small. Um, they say if you want to reach a goal, you like if you want to go for 14 days or 21 days, cut it in half, you're 50% more likely to reach your goal. And so just starting small, even if it's five minutes a day. We all have five mm-hmm. minutes a day. Um, and getting into that rhythm, for me, like – once you do 21 days, it's a habit, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, I struggle with legalism. So I, <laughs> I try to be very mindful of my heart posture in that. But um, I do want it to be part of my day. And so I would mm-hmm. just say start small. Just seek him. Like open up his word, even if it's one verse a day, you know? And you just sit and go, Lord, teach me today. Guide me. I'm drawing near to you um, and asking him to show you that. Um, and also asking for accountability. You know, if you've never done this, like maybe a friend that is – is more along than you in that or is struggling too. And mm-hmm. just saying, hey, like maybe we text each other um, every day or once a week or something that God has taught us. Start small, right? So maybe once a week or once a month. Mm-hmm. What is God teaching you? And just share like, oh, I read this this morning. This is what taught me. It was really encouraging. You know, it doesn't have to be anything massive, but just starting small and just drawing near to Him. It doesn't have to look any one way. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, everything Corey said. And then when you get there, and you know you're going to have your quiet time, then just bathe yourself in grace and know that if you just showed up and you said, Lord, I'm here, and you didn't do anything, mm-hmm. it's enough. It's heart motive. Yeah, It's that you want to be with Him, and you want to spend time with Him, and you want to learn from Him. And yeah, start small. And some days you might only have five minutes, mm-hmm. and some days you might have a time off day. And you can spend an hour. Some days you might spend longer. You might get into his word and all of a sudden you realize like an hour and a half has gone by. Praise God, that was your time together. And then the next day it might be five minutes. Um, I have a friend um, who sends a text every morning. I'm so spoiled. And every evening. And it's a long text, but it's like a 60 second devotional. She texts me twice a day. 
That's so cool. And it is so cool. And it's always a really great little snippet from a devotional like Oswald Chambers or Susie Larson or any of these people. And it's just so sweet. Um, And so, you know, there's different things you can do. There's in our technology, there's many ways. You just have to find what works for you. And Mm -hmm. comparison is the enemy. Mm -hmm. And that's from the enemy. Yes. And so your quiet time is your quiet time. You love the Lord. You want to be there. You show up. You find what works for you. Find how studying His Word works for you. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just do it. Yeah. You know, there's a ton of things, podcasts. I mean, there's endless things. Um, get your notepad so when you stray, you can write your thought and get back in track. But um, that's my biggest tip. But yeah, give yourself grace. I love it. Because, you know, that's why we need Him. If we were perfect yeah. and we could show for quiet time all the time. <laughs> Um, we wouldn't need him. Yeah. Well, and I think we've joked about this before. You know, we saw in the in scripture we see Jesus go off all the time, mm-hmm. where he has to separate himself so he can go off. And we joked, you know, it never tells us what Jesus did on those right. times because <laughs> we are not Jesus. We are all created different, and God created us this way. So my time with the Lord is not going to look like Corey's. It's not look like Danella's. It's not going to probably look like anybody else's because God's designed me and created me to seek Him um, and the way that He's designed for us. And so that is okay, and that's good. It's just, yeah, making it your habit and doing it and then falling in love with your God who loves you more than you can even imagine. So mm-hmm. I brought to, I thought of two things that I would, mm-hmm. wanted to add. Um, also setting timers. If yes. you're like, oh, I want to think about God multiple times throughout the day or pray like multiple that. times throughout the day, setting a timer. A little um, alarm on your clock. Yeah, like three times a day. Or one of my students tried to do it every hour of the day, which is crazy cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's super helpful. And then I just thought um, our church is so blessed with amazing staff and volunteers mm-hmm. And other women that just come asking for help. If you don't know where to start, um, there are so many people around you. Oh, yeah. You don't have to be embarrassed, not one bit, um, because we have no shame. And (laughs) we can ask each other for help. You know, if if you read something and you're like, this doesn't make any sense, or I'm mad, I don't get this, or Mm -hmm. I don't even know where to start. Can someone just sit and you do your quiet time and just show me what you're doing? You may not end up doing it that way, but you just learn from someone. Like, we are the body of Christ. That's what this is. Mm Mm-hmm. So. And I'll add two things, too. I thought as we were talking, we didn't talk about praise music. Sometimes mm-hmm. if you show up and your heart's angry and you're not there or you're bitter about something, sometimes if writing all his attributes doesn't work or you can't even think of an attribute, mm-hmm. um, singing praise, there's something special about some praise songs. Yeah. Find one that your heart loves, and by the end of the song, you'll be softer. You can get there. The other thing I was going to say is there have been times— weeks in my life where I haven't been able to get any quiet time in, you know, people are calling me on my way to work, interrupting my quiet time, driving across the bridge. Um, and I'm fighting that week for a time. Mm-hmm. We're fighting. And some, it seems those weeks for me when I'm fighting for that quiet time and I'm like, all right, this Friday from seven to eight, I'm locking myself in my closet. And no one's going to find me. I might take a dog, but that's it. <laughs> it those quiet times, because I'm dying, seem yeah. to be the sweetest, some of the sweetest. Mm-hmm. He shows up in full force because I'm struggling to get there. And he always shows up well, in full force, and I'm so much more blessed. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to fight for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, too, remembering that 
even though we feel distant from the Lord mm-hmm. because we miss Him, because we haven't put forth that effort, it's also amazing to remember that He never left us. Mm-hmm. He's, He's always there. still always there. Always. Um, Quiet time does not save you. It does not. <laughs> he is Christ always on. walking right beside us. All we do is turn and look to Him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. He's right. right there. Yeah. Anything else, ladies? All right. Thank you. Y'all are awesome. Let me pray for us and we'll go. Um, Dear Gracious Father, just thank you for who you are, for how you love us, and just how you've designed us to crave and seek time with you, Lord. Lord, I just pray for um, the women out there that are needing that time with you. I just pray that you will give them ease, that you will um, just help them define their rhythm so that they can spend that time alone with you, Lord, and just that the blessings that they receive from that, they can see with their own eyes, and they can just feel your presence always, Lord. I just pray... um, specifically for these ladies that took their time out of their day. Pray that you will bless them beyond measure. And Lord, just more uh, importantly, I just thank you for your son. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross um, so that we can all draw close to you and be with you forever. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.